who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. My name is Jenny Owen-Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at bufferingcast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons we found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbian shouts. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. out. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Let's Hang Out, the podcast that's here for some pillow talk. From the East Coast, I'm Ellie Bridgina. <laughs> From the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and I apologize for Ellie. <laughs> I know, I tried really hard, it was not good. <laughs> to those of you who have been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening, and if you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the last this Week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And the first thing I want to talk about is we are going to be doing a live show at Clexicon. We would love to see you there. We're going to be doing a live Should Have Been Gay. It's going to be so much fun. And we are also just excited to be at Clexicon in general. So we hope to see some of you there. Come hang out, please. Uh, the other thing that we want to talk about is some of you might know a little someone goes by the name of everyone's fairy gay mother. That's right, Dana Pickley, who you have heard on this podcast before and may hear again in the future, who knows. Not only will she also be at Clexicon, but she also has a book coming out, which everyone should check out, because who does not love a little lesbian romance? Nobody, that's who. So, Savor the Moment is coming out March 14th. I think it is available for pre-orders now, but you should go find it. You should go read it. It sounds great. It's going to be telling the story of Natalia Chambers, a singer-songwriter who's had her heart broken in the past, and she is going to find her groove again thanks to pastry chef by the name of Maddie LaDuke. So I'm sold. I'm into it. I hope everyone else is. So we can't wait to read it. We are super, super excited for Dana uh, and everyone should check it out. Awesome. And in the greater Les universe, the trailer for Queer Eye just came out and they're going to be doing their first lesbian makeover, which I just think is amazing. And (laughs) I wouldn't mind being made over by a few gay men as well. So... (laughs) You know where to find me, Queer Eye. There you go. Do, do they, though? I don't know. Do they? I'll, I'll let them know. <laughs> we'll let them know. We also want to shout out Samantha Mugazia, who was named Best Actress for Rafiki at the Fespaco Film Festival. You have probably heard us talk about Rafiki. It was a movie out of Kenya this year telling, uh, again, a lesbian love story. It is supposed to be amazing. I am still waiting for when it will be available for us to watch it. But we love seeing it get more good press like this. So congrats to Samantha and congrats to everyone involved with Rafiki. That's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. 
Thanks, Ellie and Lee. We are so excited to bring you episode 14 of season two, I Can Go the Distance. And we are so excited to be joined by Sarah Rotella and Adriana DiLeonardo from the Gay Women's Channel. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you very much for having us. And we apologize. There are cats in here right now. <laughs> she keeps yelling. So Honestly, that's the fine. best gay intro that we could yeah, possibly right? ask for. Yeah. <laughs> she like heard. Thanks for having us. Sorry like, for the cats. I'm here too. She knows. She senses you're doing something. Yeah. <laughs> She's and like I love, I love the uh, pillow talk intro attempt. You guys have to do it at the same time, but like slightly off sync. <laughs> All right, let's try it again, Lee. Okay, ready? Ready? Yep. Pillow talk. talk. (laughs) Not good. Yeah, no, that's better. It's good. Mm -hmm. Better, yeah. We might just use that. Yeah, but... um, (laughs) Yeah, that's your new intro. When we did ours, it was like a one-hit wonder, so it was first time. Yeah, I'm sure it was first time. (laughs) Damn it. We can't all be that good. We can't. So, Sarah and Adriana are the co-creators of the Gay Women channel... On YouTube, they are the filmmakers, writer, director behind Almost Adults and Nobody Famous. And you've probably seen them in bed on Pelotalk. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> Who hasn't seen them in bed? I love it. <laughs> Who hasn't seen these two ladies in bed? Am I right? Amazing. Well, Sarah and Adriana, why don't you tell us a little bit more about the Gay Women Channel for those who might not have seen it, which is probably not very many people who listen to us. <laughs> I would imagine Pretty that. much similar demographic. Sure. It is a comedy um, scripted channel for women and LGBTQ audiences. We do parodies, sketches, digital series, and a segment called Pillow Talk, where the two of us give very bad like not professional advice. <laughs> yes. About being a gay woman. Yeah. Amazing. Good disclaimer. Because you I are like you are both gay women. We are correct? both gay women, correct. Yeah. <laughs> we, since we named our channel the gay women channel, we weren't able to do that big, you know, I'm gay coming out coming video. Out video. Yeah. So yeah, we really blew that opportunity. But But could you imagine if we weren't gay women? <laughs> that would be huge. I think it'd probably go even more viral. Yeah. I mean, yeah. personally, I'm also going to say, like, no, I just always assume everyone everywhere is gay and I can imagine literally nothing else. Yeah. I want people True. to come out as straight now. Yeah. Yes. Wouldn't that be wonderful? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Have you thought about doing a fake, like, coming out video on your channel? I think we had talked about it actually to do, because I remember there was, I think it was a couple years ago, it seemed like there was a lot of, like, really big YouTubers that were doing the coming out videos. And we were like, oh, it'd be funny if we did some kind of, like, parody of it and, like, tell everyone that we're gay. <laughs> Even though, like, <laughs> yes. we've been doing this for, like, five <laughs> years. But, um, we were like, no, we don't want to do it in bad taste because it's really important that people are coming out and, you know, showing that it's like normal and all of that. So we didn't end up doing it. But Yeah, that makes sense. It has actually been running since when? Like forever? Forever and ever ago? Our channel? When did it actually, like, yeah, when did it launch? Um, we did 2012? Yeah, we it's... did a web series in 2012 that was called The Unsolicited Project. And it had nothing to do with like queer women or anything. Um, it was just like a web series about assistance in hollywood and then uh we did a video called gay women will marry your boyfriends and then it went like viral and we were like wow people like gay things and we're gay (laughs) like let's keep doing that and then so that's kind of how the channel started and i think we've been doing the gay women channel since 2013 Shh, cool. Don't give away the secret. Yeah, then people like gay gonna want to do gay stuff. <laughs> people like gay stuff. Yeah, what? <laughs> That's amazing. And you both just recently moved to LA. You were in Toronto, correct? Yeah. yeah. So, ha- what's the difference? What's the biggest difference between LA and your Toronto? Well, gay say the life? same thing. The weather. The weather. <laughs> That's the biggest yeah. difference. Uh, yeah, there are like ice storms happening right now yeah in LA no no in LA yes (laughs) it it snowed like there was a minute of a flurry in LA and everyone posted about it everyone freaked out you you know what it's funny because like you can tell that there is a difference living in the United States compared to Canada even though like LA is kind of a bubble and it's very progressive and you know like to be gay is like totally fine here when we moved here we drove across the country and we did like the northern route, so we were hitting states like Nebraska and Iowa, and we were it was mm-hmm. it was like night and day, 
I was like, oh, we were like hitting the Bible Belt, and mm. it felt like I was like, don't tell anyone we're gay. We're sisters. Like no one needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like pretty eye opening being in those. Yeah, states. especially in Nebraska. My uh, my ex girlfriend is from Nebraska, still his family out in Nebraska, and we went together. So, God, must have been like the summer after we graduated high school or something. And they, everyone, they were all so nice, but like no one knew what to do with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, I don't understand this whole thing happening here. Yeah, it was a, it was a different, different yeah. kind of place. And like Lee and I are from, well, I'm from Boston, which is a very progressive city, I would say for the gays. And But we're both from like the Northeast, which is very different. And my ex-girlfriend was from South Carolina. What is like, what is it about? Like, we're like, let's date people from really conservative <laughs> states. Yeah, right. And it was the same, like, very, very different experience. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know why? It's because all the gay people from those states leave. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly and, what it is. And come to the cities. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, any gay person you meet in the city, they're like, I'm not, I'm not from here. I moved here from Alabama right. because I had to, right? No one's, yeah. like, born and raised in Toronto or L.A. Yeah, yes. they're like, I moved here from Alabama in 1998, and I've never been back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we we envision, this is the same way that we, not living in Toronto or LA ever, envision that, like, there's just, like, this group of, like, YouTube lesbians who just, like, hang out in, like, one section of Toronto and LA. You all live in a commune. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that is that sort of the experience, or are we just, like creating a utopia of it <laughs> i definitely think we all like know each other and like have heard of each other and watch each other's content i don't know if there's one place we all hang out per se yeah it is kind of weird so if you go to like um a convention and even if you've never met another like a different channel or a different couple or whatever you just like see each other and you're like mm, you know each you're other. like hey Jana, what's up <laughs> and, like, you've never, never had a conversation ever before but <laughs> yeah. also yeah. uh Toronto, I think, um, uh, you know, there's like the Carmilla girls and stuff like that that are in Toronto, yeah. but there aren't, isn't like a huge, I guess, lesbian community or YouTubers like LA, like LA has all of them. So we kind of felt like a little separated from everyone. I really want the Carmilla girls to be like a cool band. <laughs> Called the Carmilla girls. Yeah. Right. Like how good a band name would that be? I like that a lot. Yeah. I feel like everyone gay in Toronto, we just tried to get on our channel. Yeah, I like think we probably got Like, everyone. that's where we all hang out, on yeah. the Gay Women channel. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I feel like you created this idea of us being like, oh, all the Toronto lesbians just live <laughs> in the Gay Women live channel. Live in your bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. We're not mad about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. We are here to talk about long distance relationships, though. Yeah. Of course, we want to talk about the Gay Women channel, but this episode is going to be about long-distance relationships and why lesbians love them. <laughs> <laughs> or at least wind up in them or, so yeah, often, are right? always in them. Yeah, I think yes. every lesbian has been in at least one long-distance relationship, for sure. Yes, yes. You're not a lesbian so, if you haven't. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we're taking your card away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you have two short films and a bunch of videos, like Pillow Talk videos and stuff about long distance relationships on your channel. So how did you come up with the idea for, I think the first one was the texting one, correct? Yes. 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 How did that come to be? What, like, what was the inspiration for that? I'm trying to think of like what the inspiration was. Like I've been in a long distance relationship, but real, it was like real life, <laughs> a real life long distance relationship. Yeah. It was also like a long time ago. So it's, I feel like it's very different than it is now. Now, like you, it's almost like you have a relationship with your phone. So that's kind of what I wanted mm. that video to be where it's like all the times you like aren't connecting with one another because you're either misinterpreting things or you're just like having this relationship with your phone even though I wasn't in a long distance relationship at that time, I was like, this is kind of how I picture it to be. Cause like when I was in one, it was just, we weren't texting. It was like on the phone 24 seven. Like, you have to pay, you have to pay for time. a calling card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It was laughs> we're like, aging ourselves, you guys. <laughs> yeah. In 1945 yes. when I was in a, we had a rotary phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Someone was like cranking it. There yeah. was a little guy in the corner, like making sure it was working. Yeah, there was a woman behind the phone connecting <laughs> yeah. wire gaps to the right place. And long distance relationship was like a city over. It was right. like, wow, a 15 yes. minute drive. All the neighbors could pick up the phone and like eavesdrop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Back in my 1930s long distance yeah. relationship. You literally yeah. see the the We've that one sequence from Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how far away was that long-distance relationship? Like, how far were you apart? It was, like, a five-hour drive. So it wasn't crazy. It wasn't like you had to fly back and forth, but it was far. And it was in college, so it wasn't, like, I was stuck at school and she was stuck at school. So it was like we could see each other a couple times a month. Uh, Not a couple times a month, like a couple times a year, basically, or a semester. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we've all never been busier than when we were in college. Yeah. Back when you had the weight of the world on your shoulders. It really did feel like that, though. I, like, was... It's my birthday today. (laughs) And I am... I'm, like... 27. So old. And it, so it's so old. old. I feel like this is the first year that I'm looking back and I'm like, wow, college was stupid. <laughs> like before I feel like I was like, college, yeah. And now I'm like, wow, I was an idiot. <laughs> God, we all the time, when I was teaching in grad school and I used to teach like a first year chem class and They'd, you know, you'd get these kids coming in being like, I was up all night doing all my homework. And I'm like, remember college when, like, you literally had nothing to do and people just, like, fed you and, like, you didn't have to clean anything ever. And, like, life was just... One test you had to study for and five <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, God, it's just, yeah. Mm, sounds but, rough. Um, I w- I'm very, like, very gay, and I was on the golf team at school. So we had tournaments <laughs> every weekend. So, like, I was, like, stuck there. Otherwise, I probably would have been driving every weekend. Were all the women on the golf team who were lesbians in long-distance relationships? Was it something <laughs> everyone was doing? Or was no. everyone just, like dating on the golf team yeah there is a lot of that there's a little there is a lot of like collegiate like dating between the teams dating on the teams dating other people that are in sports it's also it's just like that's where all the lesbians are you're like how are you gonna find them you're like go to the softball team there's gonna be 10 of them <laughs> you're like we can't date on the golf team so let's expand to the softball exactly. team. Like yeah, six girls right? on the golf team and you're like i've dated them all already i need to <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, where did you go to college? Because I feel like there's not even that many that had golf teams. I went to school in Ohio. I went to Youngstown State University in Youngstown, Ohio, which is also very different from Toronto. All your Youngstown listeners are like, woo-woo, penguins! All five of them, yeah. The other five five girls on the golf team. (laughs) Wait, actually, my girlfriend was on the golf team. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so gay. It's so gay. It was like half of my golf team was gay. I don't think she was gay, or she wasn't out when she was on the golf team, but she was on the golf team. My wife and I met on the diving team. Oh, divers! Wow. Interesting. Wow, yeah, that's, yeah, we're that's not a niche. Oh, a niche okay. within a niche. <laughs> no. no. And what's funny is we actually, we ended up, we had like the worst ragtag team of like, none of us had ever like been off a diving board before in our <laughs> lives, basically. But somehow we ended up with a diving team of, I think like five of us and like four of us were gay. So <laughs> Wait, so did you just all join the diving team because there were other gay girls on it? No. And then you were like, oh, I guess I could try to dive. <laughs> Just belly Spoiler flop. alert, I could not dive. Um, no, it was like, I, it's a long story how I ended up there, a long, stupid story that should never have happened. Kelsey joined because of me. I'm totally uh, calling that. She likes to dispute this account, but... I'm just saying I showed up at a diving class that she was in, that I was not in, and she then decided to join the diving team after going home and Facebooking me, so okay. weird. So she joined, and then I talked to my roommate, who was also gay, into joining, and then I think the coach talked a couple more people into joining from the class or something, so. All right, I feel like we have to dig into the big why for lesbians and long-distance relationships. Really quick. So why? Sorry. Bef- before yes. we get into this. I- <laughs> <laughs> can we pause? Can we pause? Can we pause? <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> I'm pretty sure our cat did a giant dump. 
And it smells so bad. If it's in the living room, I wouldn't be surprised. But it has seeped into the bedroom and it smells so bad. I'm so sorry. She's going to oh clean my it. Right it's horrible. I, was just like, this, I just want you to know this is going to be the best gayest outtake yeah, ever. Yeah. No. Oh my God. Don't even cut it out. Leave it in. We. I remember the first time we did a live stream when they just came out, our cat took a crap and then some of it got stuck to her butt and she started like sliding her butt along the floor and we were like live and we were like what is she doing that was a story is your solution we're to just close the, the door that's live good. Just keep and it I'm out. like spraying the ground <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even cut it we're just like just keep rolling oh, I'm so just glad that happened because I was like how are we going to get through this Lesbians are in long distance relationships, so they don't have to deal with the smell of each other's animals right? shitting in the house. <laughs> yes, gotcha. A very informative educational <laughs> moment just happened. If we want to turn this into a, le- a lesbians and their animals episode, which like yeah. we don't have to, but quick aside, <laughs> this could be split into two episodes. I think. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> like forget long distance relationships. We're actually just going to talk golf and pets. So that's it. And. Well, I'm okay. a dog lesbian, and my girlfriend is a cat lesbian. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. How are you together? I know. It's like a very – it's a classic case of opposites attract yeah. like with everything about us. <laughs> Literally You everybody. basically are a rom-com. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys need a script? Because Ellie's got one. Yes. <laughs> oh but she came over to my house the other day with her cat, and my dog, they, like <laughs> – they're scared of each other. So, like, every time – like literally if the cat's in the doorway my dog won't leave the room like he can't he can't go past the cat it's just like oh my god we're gonna have to work on this how big is your dog that he's scared of a cat um he's a puggle oh okay he's like he's he's bigger than the cat but not by a lot yeah Yeah. all right lee let's okay sorry let's try that back on track back on track (laughs) So, long-distance relationships, why don't we go through what you think are the top reasons that lesbians cannot stop ending up in long-distance relationships? In LDRs, what do we got? I mean, I think the most obvious reason is that people can't find lesbians in their city. So, you know, (laughs) they take to social media and Tumblr and uh, dating apps. And, you know, you open that dating app and you're like, the closest one's 100 miles away. And you're like, well, I guess I'll like do, you know? Um, <laughs> so I feel like that is probably a very big reason is that, you know, and I have, I have a, a friend that lives in Saskatoon and she's like, I don't go to bars. I don't go to like lesbian night events. And she's like, so, I mean, I, the only thing I, way I'm going to start some things if I find someone online and that person might be very far away. You're giving us the reasons, A, that lesbians are in long-distance relationships, and B, why lesbian bars keep closing. Yes. Two reasons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all your friends' fault. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> well, you you also do have a lot of, a good amount of, we've talked about this before, of, like, anxious gays. Yes. Right? Who, like, have social anxiety or, or are introverted. Yeah. So, it honestly, I feel like it's just easier to commute, number one, communicate with someone long distance, especially since like we're connected through our phones. And then yes, to meet them. Have either of you ever met a girlfriend online? No. Mm, no? You sort of. <laughs> Adrian will answer for me. <laughs> me sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does sort of mean? Like through Instagram, she's met someone. No, That's I've met somebody on like a dating app. I don't know anything about her. Sure, I guess. (laughs) Through Instagram, like, they DM'd you? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we're not going to talk about that. I guess we're going to talk about it. She's going to talk about it. That's Uh, okay. That's okay. Yeah, no, I I haven't, actually. I haven't met anyone online. You haven't even gone on, like, an online, like, a a Tinder date or an online app date? No, I've searched through her, which is, Mm because it's, like, just strictly for lesbians. Yes. And that was still, like, I wasn't into it. (laughs) You just you just feel weird going like meeting yeah. someone that you've never met. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like I don't want to like just find someone based on like a picture I like. I want to be introduced through a friend of a friend. I'm like I want someone vetted. My friend knows it'll be good for me, and then they'll set me up. So 
That's that makes sense. I'm very lazy when it comes to that. Have yeah. you had success with the friend of a friend? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Yes? Yeah. All right, cool. cool. I think when you're saying, like, lesbians are lazy, it's, like, the same reason you date someone on your golf team and so you start <laughs> a long-distance relationship. It's, like, they're here, it's convenient, it's probably not a good idea, but, like, I'm not going to look elsewhere. That's, well, yeah, that's true. Yes. And as soon as you find that girl online or through a dating app, even if they're far away, you're like, well, I found her. Like, I don't want to keep looking. Yes. <laughs> that just made, I mean, I remember, I've been in two long-distance relationships. Because I did the one while I was in college, and then after college, I was dating someone that I went to college with, but, like, as soon as I graduated, and then we were apart. And that didn't last very yeah. long. It yeah. lasted, like, a couple months. Because... That one was like, well, we're never going to be together, so why are we continuing this? <laughs> you, like, mentally yeah. blocked it, and now this yeah, podcast like, is bringing it all bring back. Up, yeah, I'm very You're emotional. Like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> okay, while you, were, while you were in that long-distance relationship, what do you think was the biggest challenge? Like, what was the hardest part of being in a long-distance relationship? Okay, so remember, this was 50 years ago. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the hardest in thing, it was, like, in 1936. It was um, jealousy and, like, not being able to trust that person Mm. of, like, what are you doing and Mm. where are you? Also because, like, you know, we didn't – it wasn't, like, texting constantly or being able to FaceTime someone. It was just, like, trusting that person when they're, like, I'm just having – dinner alone and then you're like on facebook it said you were out at the club so do you feel like that's better do they feel like that's better or worse now being able to trust someone because yeah because of like all the all the people that are available to you online yeah i don't know we've all gotten at hiding shit online yeah that's have we (laughs) (laughs) yeah it almost feels like harder to hide stuff online now because you, know, you put everything online. Like, you have yeah. find my friends on your iPhone, and if you're like, <laughs> "Why did you stop sharing your location?" It's just—it's like, so yeah. Typical. Or even like on Snapchat, if like people are on the map, like you can yeah. see their little like faces hanging yeah, you around. You're like, "Why were you anything. here?" Yeah. yeah, I don't feel like you can hide things. Yeah. Also, too, like when I when I was in that long distance relationship, I was like 22 years old, and I was a very jealous person and now that I'm like 32 I'm like I don't care anymore I'm I'm so much less jealous than everything that that's yeah yeah I like looking at your your finder you're like she's at the club whatever (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're like as long as I didn't have to get dressed sounds good have fun I'm binging my show Hey, I'm going to go home thing. with this girl. You do you. I'm <laughs> starting another season. I'm tired. That's what your third I have two yeah. episodes of one day at a time left, and I am not leaving this couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I was in a long-distance relationship that, similar to you, we dated in college, and then we were long-distance. And I don't know if you, you uh, subscribe to love languages at all. No. Like, do you I, know what those are? No, no. Okay, so... Break it down, Ellie. This is a thing that I think is so gay, and I thought, like, most lesbians did it. There are, I think, five love languages, yes. and you take this test to tell you what your love language is. They're quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, and gifts are the five. Okay. So for me, my, like, number one is physical touch. So it's just like long distance not gonna work. is not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like just very, very impossible. Yeah. Um, I mean, it did work for a while, but it was just like really miserable Yeah. for me. So I feel like there's a certain type of person who can do a long distance relationship better, yeah. right? Like those people who like their number one might be words of affirmation like if someone texted you every morning saying like how much they love you you're like that's all I need to like feel validated in this relationship yeah but like for me it was like I need you to actually be here or I need to have like a (laughs) stand-in like I would be like just uh, just so you know like this is my gay male friend and like there's no sexual attraction here but I need a snuggle buddy so I'm gonna sleep with (laughs) in his bed tonight (laughs) like this is how it works (laughs) We will be taking this quiz after this podcast. Yes. <laughs> now you I'm have curious. To, yeah, yeah, you have to take it. it. I feel like it's like the kind of thing where like I'll ask that on a first date like every time. I'm like yeah. what? Because it, it's actually really important when you're thinking about like compatibility with another person. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like I know what I would be, but I don't know. 
Not physical. (laughs) (laughs) It's still good to take it, I feel like. Okay, what about you, Sarah? Have you done a long-distance relationship? Um, I Again, I've only ever done one when I was in college. And I would never... Also 19... Yes. 36. Yep, when you can't... There was no FaceTime yet. Um, And, like, I would never... I haven't done one since, and I would never do one again. And thinking back on it, I'm like, man, if I could go back in time, I wouldn't have done that. Same. I feel like... I'm like, I I wasted my 20s, like, doing a long-distance relationship. And I think, too, at the time, it was like, I had just come out. I really wanted a girlfriend. I had a girlfriend. Then I went to college. And I was like... I'm not going to find another girl. You're the only per- other lesbian I've ever met. We have to stay together. Right, exactly. But now I'm like, oh, my God. I wasted, like, three years to, like, doing that. Ooh. I find it, at least at the time when I was in a long-distance relationship, when you would fight or there would be any kind of, like, conflict, it was really, really hard to resolve mm. being physically, like, apart. And then it just kind of snowballs. So something that's really not even a big deal turns into something that you're fighting about like two weeks later you know so that was like the thing that was the hardest for me that makes sense because you feel like you have to wait till you're together to fight right yeah and then you're like we only have the weekend and now we're fighting about this time you didn't text me after you had dinner like (laughs) ellie kept a log yeah i'm mad at you for (laughs) yeah uh but does that mean i'm the only outlier who's like had, like successfully never been in a long distance no, relationship long distance for years how where were you though how far uh, apart yeah i mean not like super far but we did mount holyoke to dartmouth mount holyoke to boston and then boston to dartmouth for like three years how far is that that's new hampshire it's like right two hours yeah okay so here what constitutes a long distance relationship yeah then? that's true yeah. It felt like long distance. I mean, that's definitely long distance. <laughs> that is definitely long distance. I agree it's with you. It's not like you need a plane to get to see each other, though. That's fair. Yeah. Like, how often were you seeing each other? Uh, I don't know, a couple weekends a month or something. It it depended on how busy we were. Sometimes I feel like people who live in the same city see each other a few yeah, weekends I know, a right? But we're lesbians, so that feels like, oh my god, oh, we only spent, like, ten days together this month. Like, what, one of you lives in Jamaica Plain and one of you is in Cambridge? I mean, like, who can even get that far? Like, Exactly. <laughs> so I get it. What types of, rela- of long-distance relationships can work? Like, obviously, yours. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, what are the factors that make it easier to work? Well, one of them had me in it, and that helped. I feel like one of them has to be, you know, there's an end date in sight. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're like, we're going to do this for a year. We're going to do this for two years, but eventually we're going to be together. I know there are couples that they're like, we've been in a long distance relationship for 10 years. And I'm like, that's crazy. Maybe you should move on. But if it's Mm -hmm. working for you, fine. But like, yeah, I feel like if you know there's an end in sight and you're like, let's just do it until then. It's going to suck until then. But at least then we'll be together. Then. I don't know. It helps a a bit. Well, and just get back together afterwards. (laughs) You find someone new. Well, and then it wasn't meant to be. And do you think it makes a difference if you start long distance or like start together and then move to long distance? Because I feel like that's a big difference, too, with people who meet, you know, people who now like are starting their relationship like on Twitter, on Tumblr. Like, that's a very different thing to, like, start it without ever being in the same place. That's true, too. Yeah, I think if you are in a relationship and then you do long distance, you're like, okay, well, we love each other and we put in this much time, then, like, there's no Mm -hmm. point breaking up. Again, maybe if there's an end in sight. Also, I feel like people that maybe start long distance relationships, like, just starting them, people can... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like they haven't been in a lot of relationships, you know? <laughs> They're like, this is my first or second relationship, but I just really want to be in a relationship, so I'm going to date this girl that lives in Germany, and I live in California, you know? I think yeah. maybe that also ties into what you're saying about, like, trusting someone when you're long distance, because if you start your relationship long distance, you're like, well, she just met me on the internet, like, she can meet <laughs> Thousands of other women. <laughs> Millions. <laughs> the whole, she's so clearly, she doesn't care true. where she dates someone in the world. Right. Yes. 
You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy. But how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear. And each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com. But I do I do think it does go back sometimes too, though, to the type of person, like the type of person that you are and like the type of like how you are socialized. Because I do feel like I would venture to guess that introverts are far far more likely to start a long distance or online relationship than extroverts. That might be just like a yeah, broad sure. sweeping generalization. But That's also just a lesbian thing. Like if you guys are DMing girls online, like everyone's really open and you're talking and you're flirting and then you meet a lesbian in person and you're like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. And like, you're like, um, where, yeah. where's the, where's the girl I was like, yeah, where's the, the funny, smart girl I was messaging? And you're like, yes. Uh. <laughs> Wait, have you seen? I think Amanda Holland actually made a video, a short about that. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, that was honestly cracking me up. I was like, this is so real. <laughs> they're like texting, e- they're like having a better time texting each other, sitting next to each other than they were like talking in real life. Yeah. <laughs> but that's also, it's so true though, like phones, technology, like everything that you can do. Like imagine the difference now between 1936 when it was like, bro, let me call you up and dial your phone number versus now where you're like oh my god there's filters and there's gifts and there's facetime and there's what are the weird like unicorn face like what are those things called emojis but the ones yeah that like talk like the ones that talk with your with your voice like and there's like all sorts of crazy stuff that you can do that like doesn't exist in reality you know like well and also now there's an entire mtv show called catfish (laughs) because you can have a five-year relationship with someone (laughs) find out it wasn't them yes and when it is them i'm so surprised i am yeah (laughs) i literally watched an episode where it was them on the i was taking a plane the other day and it was actually the person and i was on a plane by myself and i wanted to like talk to the guy next to me be like can you believe you're like this is not why we watch this show (laughs) yeah no that's a rare occurrence (laughs) it was so rare yeah it was amazing but how do you think the technology has made long distance relationships different maybe like easier easier it's definitely easier like when I think when you can just you can FaceTime someone whenever, wherever, like I think that face to face also helps a lot more than just talking to someone on the phone or just like texting someone. And especially because you can talk to them at any point, Unlimited. whenever you want. Unlimited <laughs> whenever you want. That definitely helps. Instead of like yeah. be home at six and I'll call you. I, you I have two important things. One of them is the whole unlimited thing is like the first phone bill that my wife and I had when we started dating and it's not unlimited. Uh, and we did not realize <laughs> that like nights and weekends on opposite coasts did not matter. Like it, we thought Why it not? depended on like who called who. It did not. <laughs> but my counter argument to that though is no one talks on the phone anymore. Like, is that something that's yeah. different in long distance relationships? Do people still talk on the phone? Because I feel like no one... No one does phone calls now. No, but I feel like they use FaceTime instead, though, right? Mm. Like, they'll text or they'll FaceTime because it's like, I want to see you. Unless you're an yeah. extremely introverted lesbian and you're like, no. And you're no. catfishing them. So <laughs> then you you're like, can we FaceTime. just keep texting? Unless you're an introverted yeah. lesbian or a 40-year-old living in, like, Miami. 40-year-old man yeah. in his basement. I don't know. I Also, I talk on the phone a lot, but... I also think that just comes to the fact that I like to talk, which is why I have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I like every time I'm in the car driving somewhere, I call a different person. 
So yeah. I talk on the phone like pretty See, often. See, I like talking on the phone. I just feel like no one else ever wants to be on the phone. Maybe that's maybe that's why you and I get along, Ellie. We're all aging ourselves by saying we like talking on the phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The kids these days don't talk on the phone. Yeah. All your young listeners are like, "What? Why? What? I decline every phone you call. You can talk <laughs> into that thing. <laughs> what? Straight to voicemail. <laughs> yeah. And your voicemail is, "Hey, just text me." Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Do we think though that like being connected all the time? Maybe it's better for long-distance relationships. But what about, like, being present with the other people that you're with? Yeah. No, I absolutely hate being connected all the time. Like, I thought you were going to say It's present. so stressful. You, you know, like, my mom will text me. And if I don't text her if in five minutes, like, Something she's calling happens. and she's just like, why don't you text me back? And I'm just like, because I'm out for dinner. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, why, why don't I get back to you all the time? And I hate going out with other people and then... They're just on their phone the whole time. And you're like, why are we hanging yep. out? And then God help the apps I'm that like, give the read. Like, if you have, A, read receipts turned on like you're a monster. And B, like the people who are like, <laughs> Facebook Messenger. And you're like, why do you turn the little check mark blue? I don't want to know. It's like, it's a yeah, Thanks for ignoring me for four days. Yeah. <laughs> it goes both ways. But yeah, I mean, I guess in terms of long distance relationships too, like, you can tell when somebody is online but not talking to you. Also, <laughs> I think, Lee, did you write this? Oh, but well, I want to talk yeah, about it. I totally it. did, but you can bring it up. That's cool. So they have long-distance sex toys now. Because we haven't really talked about, Didn't like... those in 1936. The physical, the physical aspects of long-distance relationships. I mean, I guess you could just do it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> just good old phone sex. Yeah. <laughs> but... We also have more technology available to us. There is literally a Bluetooth vibrator that you can control and your partner can be using. Isn't that crazy? I know lesbians that aren't doing long distance that still use that. Like when they're at work and you're like, why? What? You know something? Yeah, you do too. I I do? I'll tell you. Oh my God, I'm so excited to find out who's doing that. Oh my God, who is it? I only know a handful of lesbians. Right, who could it be? (laughs) Um. But yeah, it's crazy. So does that that change the game, though? Does that change the equation of making it work? I mean, why would I even have a girlfriend here if I could just do all of that? (laughs) Then, like, what, you're just, we're just gonna have robots soon. Like, are you even dating a real person at that point? Yeah. Like, everything is online. Yeah. And I guess also, like, you have to think, like, that... There's definitely, it's it's definitely not a replacement for actually being with someone. Like, I feel like it's maybe a nice thing to, like, it's a good perk. bide the time. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, for sure, not, not the A same. good perk while one of you's at work. That just sounds distracting. Like, I feel like they're trying to How make it sound what, sexy. Once I tell, and once I'd be I tell like, you I'm who it is, meeting. you're going to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I could say they work together. So that they see, they know it's happening. What? They told us, you know. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, don't this worry about is, it. I don't know who this is. Now everyone, if you include I'm this, like, everyone can guess. I'm like, I know. <laughs> no, I don't. Scandalous. Yes. Yeah. So scandalous. How did you hear about those? I've never even heard about that. I get, I'm just going to type it for age. I, okay, wait, you'll get to see my reaction, but no one else will. I don't remember that, but that totally makes sense. Okay. (laughs) Our our listeners will have to live with the mystery. It's okay. Yeah. You're like, how many letters did Sarah just type? These people are not together anymore, though, so. (laughs) One of them was not doing a good job. (laughs) (laughs) And I think the general takeaway is there's literally an app or, like, a new someone made a, a tech breakthrough for everything. Like, for everything. Like, forget... Long distance sex toys. Like, what's the one that's been all over Twitter the past week where it's like, do you, are you in the mood? Like, you hit a button, and if your partner's in the mood, they hit a button. And that way, neither one of you has to initiate sex without knowing that the other one is also in the mood. It's like, it's insane. Isn't that just saying, hey, do you want to have sex? And everyone's like, okay. It doesn't tell them unless they also hit their button. Right? Oh. But then you would also know. Because if it didn't tell me, that I know you didn't hit the button. Right. 
But then, like, okay, so say I hit my button You're like, first. I hit the button all day long, girl. <laughs> okay. Meet me in the Let's middle imagine here. Imagine you and I like, are together, Ellie. I hit my button, and then I'm like, I'm in the mood, but your button wasn't lit up, so I didn't know anything. But then when you're also in the mood, you hit your button, and you're like, oh my god, Lee's in the mood. Right? Do you see what I mean? Yes, right. I get it. I mean, weird. I am going to say it's like the most nonsense, like, does this need to exist kind of thing. But of course it does exist because everything exists these days. It's like this technological rabbit hole yes. that we keep getting deeper Every, and deeper in. Everything to avoid communication, apparently, yeah. is what's being invented. Well, and it's also yeah. like, I, like, I live outside... San Francisco, right? Everything is like that out here, where they're like, a new invention, we're gonna make Ubers, but they're big, and it's a lot of people on them, and they go to set points, and you're like, it's a it's a bus, you invented a bus, like, <laughs> stop it, it's just a really expensive bus, why? Why are you doing this? It's called Party Uber. <laughs> yes. Exactly. We got fun oh, lights, and you're like, it's a, it's a bus, it's cool. It's a bus. <laughs> so yes, everything is like that. We're just sort of like digging deeper and deeper into like what can a tech bro pretend that they came up with? Yeah. And in this case, the answer is ha wanting to have sex. I've used the like old person kind of app where there was this app where you could set like an alarm clock, but instead of like your alarm going off, someone from around the world would call you on the phone. What? It was a wake-up call service where, yeah, you could be like, I want to be woken up at 5 a.m. and then someone somewhere in the world whoever, would be like, whoever Sarah wants in. to be woken up at 5 a.m. Well, it would no, it wouldn't say who it was. It was like at this moment, and right? And you wouldn't see the number. So if I logged into the app and I was like, I want to call someone, whoever's alarm was like coming up next, it would just like, you could just automatically call them and be like, hey, what's up? That sounds so It creepy. didn't last long. That it's sounds like the start of a lesbian long-distance relationship. Right? <laughs> I think, I'm pretty sure on the creepiness scale, it's like that, and then the only thing above that is like how Amazon now wants to like get into your car. But like, that's Instead about of it. getting into your house? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, I feel like the only people, like, you know who's not using that service is women. Like, it's just men. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a good party thing. That's when I would use it. You're at a party, and you're all like, let's Oh, you're like, let's up. make someone call us. <laughs> <laughs> It's a new prank call. I yeah. like it. It's like the prank yeah. call that they ordered. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> they asked for. Yeah. The consensual prank call. Hey, consent <laughs> is important. Good job, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> We've done so Pat good. on the back. All right. Is there anything else that we want to talk about in terms of long distance relationships uh, i think i think we've pretty much covered everything one could ever hope to know about long <laughs> yeah. distance relationships in a very straightforward manner as well true we <laughs> didn't go around we didn't have any we asides. did a great job good work everyone yeah i like that i had to do this weird thing with my hands that no one on the podcast <laughs> will be able to see well we see it yeah <laughs> all right well before we sign off let's talk a little bit about what else is coming up for the Gay Women channel? What are you working on right now? I always let Sarah lead this because she's much better at talking about this stuff. I'm like, we're doing videos. Um, so we have a few projects in development right now. There's some that we can't talk about yet because they're really early. But Queer Eye is coming back, I think, on March 15th. And we are doing a lesbian parody of Queer Eye called Queer Pal for the Straight Gal. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. So that's coming out like in a couple of weeks yeah so we're excited so, like, that's our like bigger video that we're doing um that's actually our first video back in 2019 wow. yeah we took a bit so of a break a so you took the break for your move and also to work on some films yes yeah yeah sarah also shot like a short that's mm. premiering in london at the bfi festival at bfi flare in march yeah, yeah which is the lgbt festival in london england which is really cool, cool. and then that short will eventually get released on the channel on the channel yeah. um and it's one of the girls in it was on it big brother canada and she's like a lesbian and is she's like 22 she's super awesome her name's erica hill and uh and she makes me feel so old <laughs> i see her on like instagram and she's like promoting a party she's going to and i'm in my pajamas already and she's three hours ahead of me so <laughs> amazing yeah yeah, so we've been, um, but mostly like, a lot of the projects that we're coming up with uh, recently are like a lot of short films that we're going to be putting on our nice. channel. Cool. Yeah. 
And not not new stuff, but can we also plug the movies that you've already done? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Almost Adults, our first feature film, is available on Netflix in, I think, 13 countries. They're all, like, English-speaking countries. <laughs> yeah, some of our listeners may be familiar with maybe some of the people <laughs> in it. Almost Adults. <laughs> and then Nobody Famous is our second feature film, and it's available on Amazon Prime Video in Canada and the U.S. Nice. Awesome. Great. I think it's timely. Is it time? Okay. Yes. It's time for our Q and gay. Q. 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 And. Gay. Our favorite segment we like to close our episodes with. So Q and gay are a couple questions. They're very straightforward. Uh, We will ask you. They're either yes or no or multiple choice. And then we put them up on our Twitter so that our listeners can answer as well. So. Okay. Since there are two of us. We'll yell over chocolate. How do you want us to do it? Okay. You can both answer, but yeah, do maybe one at a time. But if okay. you disagree, you have to fight each other. So. To the death. <laughs> like physically, <laughs> physically, no one else can see it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, so, should I let you take it away, Ellie? Sure. I'll start with the first one. All right. Question number one. This is based on uh, Till Least Do Us Part. Have you ever lived with an ex after you broke up? Yes or no? Yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, oh my God, all my hundreds of exes, I must have lived with one of them. Rough. How, how, how was that for both of you? It was terrible. No, yeah, yeah. That's not, it's not a good idea. I slept on the couch. It's such a bad idea that we made a series yeah. about how bad of an idea it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was also when I was much younger and I would never do it again. Yeah. You're like, I maybe also... she'll take me back. Yeah. I have also done that. It was very rough. Yeah, very, very, rough. very awkward. Yeah, you're like, but we've already paid for the apartment and it's so cheap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were broke. Definitely yeah. a millennial problem. Yeah. Yeah. Question two. What is the furthest long distance relationship you've been in out of the following four choices? Uh, no distance, over 50 miles, over 500 miles, or over 5,000 miles apart? Oh What's miles in kilometers? <laughs> uh, it is 1.6 kilo- no, 1.6 kilometers to a mile. Is that right? I think so, yeah. I think five, over 500 is when I was in school, I think. Wait, what was the middle two options? 50 miles or 500 miles or 5,000 miles? Probably between 50 and 500. Okay. Good thing this isn't a rapid fire. <laughs> They're going to cut it. There's so calculators it involved yeah. with the conversions. Uh, it was I'm this. sorry. I didn't Great. plan for Canada. <laughs> Lee. All right. That's okay. We live in Los Angeles. I should know these things, but. Yeah, it's, some, you, it's something you'll learn now. It's a, it's, a very, it's a very American thing, though, when people are like, oh, it's like a quarter of a mile. That's how everyone talks about how far things are. And I'm like, how far is that? I'll figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, it's I two, honestly it's don't two think miles. we really like, know what? either. So no one in Canada fine. says like, "Oh, it's just two kilometers." No yeah, way. everyone says it in time. We're like, it's five minutes down the road. Or no like, says it how, or, like, or blocks, like how many yeah. blocks? That makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> All right, question number three: Would you use a long distance sex toy? Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Why Try not? everything but like once. at work Try once. or just not at work. <laughs> not at work. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. And not if the cat's in the room. <laughs> not if the cat's in the room. Or if the cat has <laughs> shit in the room. It kind of puts a damper or on the mood. The cat has taken a massive dump. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. Which of these lesbians have you dated? A the lipstick lesbian. B the closeted lesbian. C the feminist. D, the best friend, or secret option E is all of the above. I have dated the best friend and the lipstick. Um, I've dated everything except A. <laughs> so no lipstick. No. Nice. No lipstick. All right. Question number five. What's your favorite pillow talk topic? I'm not going to say it. It's so <laughs> painful. A, Gator. B, straight girls versus bisexuals. C, tops versus bottoms. Or D, lesbian sex tips. Tops versus bottoms. I was going to say tops versus bottoms. Because yeah. yeah. it's like, what? I, what is that? <laughs> you guys are so in sync. I love it. Yeah. Actually, what is that? Right? What is that? Is that it? Do, are lesbians tops and bottoms? 
in that video, it's just you hold hands and whoever. That was it. That's whoever's the... hand is at the top, the more dominant, you're the top. That's yeah. it. Easy. That makes sense. Yeah. Now we don't. We never have to talk yeah. about it. I feel like we always are talking about it, but never have come to a conclusion. Yeah. Like you always talk about it with your friends and you're like, I, I still don't know what I am because it's, <laughs> what is it? Yeah. yeah. And remember, you can give us your own answers to this episode's Q&A on our Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. And speaking of our Twitter, where can everyone find you both or find all of your stuff on the social medias or online? We are at Gay Women Channel on Twitter and Instagram. You can just search the Gay Women Channel and it will take you everywhere. Guys, we're so popular. If you just Google it, it's going to come up. Well, I think we're the only gay women channel. You're the only thing there. We are the only gay women channel. (laughs) And it's funny because when you type it in, people are like, the gay women's channel, the gay woman channel, the gay woman's channel. And you see all of the ones people have typed in trying to find us. And they all get every single one you show up. Yeah. You can't go wrong. You can't not find their channel on YouTube. (laughs) Yes. We're super excited. You will be doing an Instagram story takeover the week of this episode. That's right. Sometime this week. Should we say every day and then you can pick it? (laughs) Oh, yes, for the podcast? Every single day. Every day. day. You'll see our boring lives. (laughs) Amazing. You'll see a lot of... Their cat. <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> uh, so make sure you follow us at Les Hangout on Instagram to see that Instagram story takeover and send us any questions that you want to ask Sarah and Adriana. Thank you both so much for hanging out. This has been a blast. Thank you guys for yes, having us. This has been awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It's nice to meet other queer ladies. <laughs> yes, it really yeah. is. And this is this how is we're like, used to doing it over the internet. So it's yeah. over the internet, exactly. Yeah. We're only a Snapchat filter away from every other lesbian encounter. <laughs> Are we dating now? Maybe. I don't know. Oh my god, did we just start an LDR? I'm going to let my wife know. She'll be okay with yeah. it. It's fine. You're like, it's, it's only online, It's a platonic, long-distance relationship. <laughs> let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from you and building our community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things from each episode. This week, we want to shout out a really, really sweet email that we got from one of our listeners out in London. You know who you are. We get emails like this from people that are still in the closet and just want to let us know that this is a place where they feel like they can come and just relax and hang out with us. And that is exactly what we have always hoped and dreamed that this podcast would be. So we just wanted to say thank you and shout out not just you, awesome listener who sent us that email, who we are not mentioning by name because we try not to say names when people tell us they're still in the closet, but also to everyone else, if you are in that same position, we just want you to know that we hear you guys, we see you guys, and it means so, so much to us to hear from you. Yes. And Lee also wrote a very beautiful (laughs) response that I saw in our email and I started crying when I saw what you wrote (laughs) back. So it is. It's really awesome. It's, It's why we do this. So... Yeah. Thank you to all of you, and we we are so happy that we can be that for you. We also want to shout out Lee <laughs> for being... <laughs> That's not how I wrote this. Because Lee's awesome. <laughs> no, for being a guest on Hey Beautiful. You have heard Kate on our Should Have Been Gay 16 for How I Met Your Mother. She is one of the co-hosts of Hey Beautiful, and Lee was on her podcast to talk about the episode Third Wheel. So check out that episode of Hey Beautiful if we have any How I Met Your Mother fans in our audience. Spoiler alert for why I was uh, invited to to guest on that episode. It's pretty gay. Super gay. Super gay. So if you like How I Met Your Mother, or if you haven't, haven't ever checked it out, maybe it's time to check it out. And if you are a fan, you should check out Hey Beautiful. You could start with the third wheel episode. I mean, if you know, if you were looking for an, a place to start, Amazing. that's somewhere you could start. And of course, we want to thank our top tier lesbian Jesus patrons: Amy and Ellen, Kayla Kelly, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Michelle Ray Thomas, and our newest lesbian Jesus patrons: Sarah Anderson and Julia Damberger. And Mark Foster. Thank you so much to all of you and to all of our patrons who help us make this podcast a reality every week. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. 
or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever you use to listen to your podcasts. That way, as soon as new episodes are up, they will be available for you to listen to. We're also going to be posting every other Thursday on our YouTube channel this season, so please make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod. If you want to support the podcast, there are so many ways that you can do that. The first one, it's free, it's easy. Hop on iTunes, find us, rate us, and review us. We love reading the reviews, and also it helps new people find the podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We are now offering ad-free episodes for all of our Patreon subscribers at as low as a dollar a month. So do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. If you would rather support us by decking yourself out in some cool Les Hangout gear, you can check out our Tee Public store. It is at bit.ly slash lesshop, and we have all sorts of fun designs. You can get them on a ton of different items, on tees, on tank tops, on totes, on mugs, on whatever you want. Uh, and it's all there. So check it out. Or you can donate to our Trevor Project page at bit.ly slash lestrevor. If you want to follow us individually, the best place to find me is on Twitter and on Instagram. I am at LSH Foster. And I am at Ellie Brigida on Instagram and Twitter. And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out. out.